Universal Sports Hub. Big Eggs here hosting the Houston Texans edition of 32 Teams in 32 Days. Got two guests, well not guests, two of the boys with me today, Smoothie Wop. And back from San Francisco's grocery store, he was juice and wine shopping. Slick has made his return, everybody. What's up, what's up? I'm actually sipping H2O right now, though, so. He's the water boy. Bobby Bouchlick. Still the juice man, baby. Still the juice man, baby. <laughs> Saving the juice for a little bit later. Yeah. All right, boys. So we're going to talk about the AFC South champions from a year ago. They went 11-5. and five. Houston Texans. A lot to like, a lot not to like, in my opinion. Let's see where we uh, let's see what our thoughts are. Any uh, opening? Want to start with the likes? Yeah, I, I love Deshaun Watson. He's one of my favorite players to watch in the game. How about you? Love to watch him. Love I do, but you know who else I love to watch? Well, I love to watch J.J. Watt play. Ooh, Applehead. Applehead. I'd love to see uh, Will Fuller stay healthy, I think. Yeah, so I think that's a big that, key. That, that was my big key. Point, so. My fault, I didn't no, get jump in it. Everybody gets to say he said he loved Watson. I said, well, you get to say cool. <laughs> there you go, baby. You, well, you go to Roman, though, but I mean, it's whatever. I want the rocks, bro. Represent. <laughs> now, you see, you know, he did put up. Like 400 yards again. Oh, no, that was... Never mind. Look, dude, he beat Roxford. The fuck? What do you want? It's like beating a JV team. Not even. That's like beating the 75-pounders the up at, up at um, Arrowfield. Like, come on, dude. Ain't nothing to write home to mom about on that one. But getting to Smoot's point, I mean, Fuller, I mean, okay. you've seen the offense drop off last year. They, I wouldn't say panic, but they, they had a responding move. They went out and got Demarius Thomas. He tears his Achilles, so... It was all on DeAndre Hopkins last year as far as the receiving game. I mean, Kiki QT, I mean, that kid looks good. He's coming into his second year. I think he'll be a nice a nice player for them as well this year out of the slot. But I, I love that defense as well. Very, very sound defense. But they had their losses this year. They lost the Honey Badger to the Chiefs, Kareem Jackson to the Broncos, Andre Howe to retirement. And they might lose Clowney. Clowney. Yeah. Yeah. And Maybe. we'll get into that situation in a minute. Cats put more of the hates, you know. Yeah, they hate to see it on the list. Mm -hmm. This off season, they went out and um, to try and make up for their losses, they signed to Sean Gibson. They signed Bradley Roby. AJ McCarron's going to be their backup quarterback this year. And they went out and they signed. I mean, he's not anything really special anymore. But they got a veteran tackle, something they desperately needed, Matt Khalil. And they went in the draft, their first two picks, Titus Howard, tackle, Max Sharpling, or Sharpling, tackle. They, it, they had some major, major problems last year on the offensive line. They gave up 62 sacks, most in the NFL. I think that's their biggest weakness now and the biggest thing they need to do going into this year. I mean, they were an 11-win team, and they couldn't keep Deshaun Watson upright. He was running for his life basically every play, it seemed like, unless they ran the ball. Yeah. So I, that's something that's going to be – heavily scrutinized already because people don't think they did enough this offseason to protect their franchise quarterback. But we'll see. I mean, maybe they trust. I mean, Howard's going to be a day one starter. Maybe Khalil can bring some nice veteran presence. But we'll see what else they can. Uh, we'll see. Maybe they'll keep a tight end in or Max protect a little bit because that's the biggest key. Watson goes down and you're relying on A.J. McCarron. You might as well just forfeit, take that higher draft pick. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just ain't going to look good. I mean, we've seen the Texans with some very shitty quarterbacks over the years. Some very shitty ones. But moving on, we're going to get into that clowny situation. I, this is one thing that's 
Yeah, I, it's like, I can't understand. They have $26 million in cap space, and they won't give them a contract. Now, part of that problem is they don't have a GM. They, they're just going through everything right now with, like, a committee group, I guess. They don't have a GM. So, guys, how do you see this playing out? Because reports this week said he could be on the move very quickly, but you never know. I mean, we're just under three weeks away from Bears-Packers kicking off the season. 20 days away, do you think Clowney will be a Texan when they line up week one? No. All right. Because if they, he was going to be a Texan, he would have been one by now. Yep, I agree. Yeah. They, I, I mean, I think it's stupid if they don't. But, I mean, NFL, a lot of teams make stupid decisions. And that's why there's bad teams and that's why there's good teams. Yeah. You know? And there's a lot of dysfunction, like I just said, in the no GM. I mean, you don't really have anybody there saying – what What's happened to the happen? GM? I remember they, they had the one guy that said... They sniffed him after the draft. Oh, they sniffed him? Yeah, they just said... Oh, no, that was the owner. No. They fired him. Okay. They just got rid of him after the draft, which How is... How are you going to let somebody draft somebody and then you <laughs> sniff him? That's exactly what I was going to say. Come on, now! It's a little appalling, but, I mean, whatever. Lost his juice. Yeah, that's fucking... Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Lost his juice job. <laughs> I... I that what... gets me juiced up. You let somebody pick the, the whole draft and then you cut them. Like, that's like, you know, bringing in, like, a, an advertiser, and then you just fucking cut them after they make your money. That's, I mean, to your point, the draft and free agency as well. Maybe if they had a, a new GM in there, he might have been a little more aggressive trying to beef up that offensive line. Because really, I mean, you look across the board, there's not much else there's really not to like. I mean, that defense is very good. Good defense, very good front seven. Secondary's a little revamped this year. I mean, you're being led by Jonathan Joseph, a 13-year vet. I mean, shit, anything happens to him, those corners are pretty suspect after him. Um, so we don't think Clowney's I, – I don't see him there either. I think he's going to get traded within about the next week. Where to, who knows, because his franchise tag, $15.9 million. Not many teams have that money right now. There's a couple. Some teams could send money back. You make it work, but we'll see. Um, this is this is a little bit away from the podcast, but I mean it has to do with Clowney's situation. Do you think the NFL should think about getting rid of the franchise tag? Just because it doesn't seem like anybody wants to be franchise tag. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants the franchise tag because I think every NFL player wants that stability. They want to know that hey, I'm going to be here for the next four, five, six years, they don't want to be like, all right, well, I'm here for a year. Clearly, you don't want me afterwards, and then yeah. they're going to be worried the whole year. So it can affect the player's performance. Sometimes it can impact it and make them play even harder because they want to go out there and secure their future. But, I mean, Clowney, I mean, he's, his last two seasons, nine and a half, nine sacks, it's not like this guy's any slouch by any means. Guy pressures the quarterback consistently. He can hit anything that moves. So I, it's just... It's a little stunning, to be honest, that they would even wait this long if they wanted to get rid of him. I mean, you're going into what? We're, we're in the middle of the second week of preseason, and there's still no, no direct decisions or paths that they're going to be taking, except they're taking trade calls. But we'll see. I mean, they're not going to get a ton of value for him. That's the thing. You're going to lose him for what? Maybe a third-round pick and, a, and an okay player? Would you really want that, or would you rather just sign the guy that you picked first overall? Just sign. Exactly. So we're going to move on here. Um, 
I'm going to start talking about this offense and the weapons that are going to surround Deshaun Watson this year. I mean, they did trade for Duke Johnson. Or did you guys like that move at all? Do anything for you? No. No. <laughs> no, no compliment to Lamar Miller not feeling it. No. I mean, Hopkins there, we, we touched on Fuller. I, I, I think they got a pretty solid offensive core there. Yeah, I, I like the offense. Yeah. I think there's all... clowny, though. I don't like the defense. No, yeah, yeah, that'll hurt. I think the defense is... Is good, but I mean, I don't think they can afford losses like that. And you already you. had one loss, and that's the Honey Badger. So, yeah. I mean, you think you look at it, they lost the Honey Badger and Kareem Jackson. Uh, I mean, no, no, nothing against the Sean Gibson or Bradley Roby, they're they're good players, they're solid players, but they're not the Honey Badger or Kareem Jackson. They're they're downgrades. Let's just let's be honest about it. Like, and they, Watt's got to stay healthy, another <laughs> major thing because if yeah. Watt. Could you imagine they lose Watt, unfortunately, potentially lose him again, and then Clowney's not there? They're done. Where are you getting a pass rush from? Where are you getting a pass rush from? Right? Defense is done, at least. I like Whitney Merciless, but, I mean, you, that guy's not going to be getting you 12, 13, 14 sacks like those other guys have the capability of doing. I mean, shit, Watt can get you into the high teens, and if he has an amazing year, I mean, shit, he could push that 20 mark again in his career. Really? Clowney, I mean, he's right around 10 sacks every year. That's 30 sacks you could potentially lose, 25, 30 sacks. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, there's not a lot to like about that defense if they were to lose one, potentially, if they lost both. That defense goes from good defense to, you know, I mean, you're going to have your way with them. DJ Reader, he's a big motherfucker in the middle on that D-line. He's good, nothing, nothing special. He's not an impact player, so... Guys, what are we thinking about the Texans this year? I mean, there's a lot of questions with this team right now. Not a lot of answers, but they are coming off an 11-5 campaign. Watson took a nice step forward. Can he take another step this year? Did the Texans repeat as South champions? Do they fall off a little bit? Let me hear it, Smoot. What are you thinking this year? I think Watson will be fine as long as the line keeps him up, but yeah. I don't think they'll repeat as champions. So what's that record? I'll give them... I'll go nine. Of, uh, I mean, uh, ten and six. Ten and, ten six. and six, but I don't think that wins it. Playoffs though. Uh, I should get you the card. Yeah, wild card, but Rick. No, eight and eight, no playoffs. I agree with Rick. I have them at eight and eight. I think the questions. I think I it's pretty concerning. It has to do with them and the Colts. I mean. Yeah, and Jaguars and they, they are improved. Six back there. Tennessee's yeah. pretty solid team. We'll get it. We'll, we'll touch on the rest of the division as we're just breaking into the AFC South territory now. But I agree with Rick. I think eight and eight. I just. I think. Uh, a lot of losses and a lot of questions. I think Deshaun has a good year though, still, despite the eight and eight record. I think he's going to be pretty. I think he's kind of going to carry them to yeah. five hundred. He's going to be sole possession of eight wins. Well, let me ask you this. Deshaun Watson is he in that MVP race potentially this year? Does he take no, that big of a no, step? No, no, no. Okay, all right. Just, no, yeah, I don't think not so yet. either. No, not yet. You can't go eight and eight and be in the MVP race. No, I'm just saying from number standpoints, he's not going. He definitely, no one's going to win the MVP at eight and eight. You would have to do some extraordinary well, things. Numbers, maybe. I mean, I think he's going to have a, a couple interceptions higher than he would like. But that's really just going to be because he's trying to fucking exactly. I was just going to backpack. He's trying to do anything he can. Yeah. I mean, when you're trying to carry a team, I mean, you're going to force some throws. I mean, you throw it in Hopkins' direction, there's a good chance it's not getting picked. It's going to get caught. Yeah, by him. That guy makes some outstanding catches. But, I mean, a healthy fuller, you never know. I mean, 
He's got a couple weapons in his arsenal. Lamar Miller and Duke Johnson's good pass catching backs. Yeah, I think Lamar Miller's a burger, though. He stinks, in my opinion. I'm not the biggest fan of his either, but, I mean, he's still solid. Gives you some nice production. Nothing crazy, but... Yeah, they got him burger and burger. They got a double burger there. Duke Johnson and fucking Lamar Miller. No bacon burger? Nah, Mm -hmm. there's no bacon to go along with him, luckily. (laughs) I don't know. Who's the fullback? Not sure. I'll throw the bacon on fucking Fairbane. (laughs) <laughs> kicker, he's bacon. Stinks. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the Houston Texans edition of the 32 teams in 32 days. Smoot, he's optimistic. He got him going to the offs again. Me and Rick, we, we see a step back. They better fill up the juice if they want me to Will like Will Fuller got to stay healthy. All right, guys, big eggs for Juice Man and Smoothie Wop signing off. We'll talk to you tomorrow.